Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Body Slammed. Uh, Frank here again. Join with me as I am. TJ Everhart. Yeah, I was going to let you introduce yourself there. We have poorly planned intros, man. That's okay. I love it. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> uh, today we're going to be covering something a little different, uh, something we haven't covered yet that I'm excited about. New and Japan. That's why I'm here. Yeah, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, one of the things that got me back into wrestling and one of the things I knew we had to cover when we started yeah. this. Um, such a different style, but we'll get into it a little more as we get along. Um, so we're covering night one of Wrestling Dontaku. Um, this is a theme that will run throughout the night. Frank butchering Japanese names and TJ making the same. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, that's why you're here, dude. With the uh, Nia Jaxes and the Chad Gabriels yes. out there that you've had fun with. I love so that far. no one calls me out on it. They wait until I hit stop recording and they're like, "Hey, by the way, did you know you butchered that entire name?" <laughs> oh, I fucking right. love it. It'll be our so, thing. Yeah, that'll be the thing we're known for being yeah. terrible. <laughs> So Wrestling Dantaku Night 1, um, or as I did, should have been called, Bullet Club Civil War. Yes. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. The, so I guess before we even get into matches, Bullet Club uh, has been had some hurdles recently. Yes. And this started what, pretty much this year, January, right? Uh, Roughly, yeah. 2008's been a rough year for the Bullet really Club. Really ever since Cody came into the Bullet Club yeah. that there's been a little dissension. Which, yeah, I, I love yeah. Cody Rhodes just for that. Yes. You, you know that when he came in, you're like, oh, yeah, he's not going to play. He's not yeah, going to play follow the leader. So we had uh, the fallout already. Uh, the Golden Lovers reunited, Kenny Omega um, and Kota uh, Ibushi. Kota Ibushi, um, which uh, really ticked off the Young Bucks, who then – they didn't leave, though. I love this about the Bullet Club. No one has left the Bullet Club. No. They're just – they're picking sides, though. Yes. We're getting a 1998 NWO vibe going on here yeah, with the Wolfpack which, in Hollywood. Oh, it's so great to relive. Yes. Um, so I guess just jumping straight into our first match. Well, actually, before we even get to the first match, the the difference between the crowd and the venues yes. from a, a Jap- Japanese wrestling show to the American. Well, it's twofold for this. The reason why New Japan, other than the Tokyo Dome show, runs these smaller venues, the venues that like Raw and SmackDown are in are basketball and hockey arenas. Yes. And basketball and hockey not being that popular in Japan, you have the major soccer stadiums and venues, which like Tokyo Dome, and then you have halls, basically, where there would be like small sporting events or sumo or concerts. Yes, well, we would almost refer like almost like a VFW hall in America. Yeah, like it's yeah. only a very small venue. Somewhere yeah. it's like well, in, in America, we have so many arenas for different things, and they just don't in Japan. So they run yeah. a lot of these hall shows. Now, having said that, I prefer, and you see a little bit of NXT, the smaller crowd size. Yeah, the full sale type of yes. crowd. Yes. Now, when you get, like, I mean, I, I'm, tra- I'm bad at estimating crowds, but night one of Don Taku, I would say... Couple thousand people, maybe. Yeah, roughly, roughly. Yeah. yeah, big crowd. You get a lot of energy. You yeah. get the crowd reaction, but you don't get like every. I mean, you there's, there's not so many people that. Yeah, the fans are quiet for a lot of the match, and they yeah. will politely clap for the high. And spots. I think that's just the, that is the culture yes. difference, which is something like, I had to get used to. What Dentaku is well, both nights of it is is like a cusp major show, a B show, like a uh, not quite a Survivor Series. It's more like a backlash or a. Or a Money in the Bank, where it's a big show, but it's not one of the big ones of the yeah, year. Yeah, because this is following up on Honey Cooney. Yes, um, which was the big show. Well, and then yeah, the big show the of the show. early spring. Yes, yeah. and then this is actually, I believe, the, is if I'm not correct me if I'm wrong, the first night Don Taku, the first year Don Taku is doing two nights. It's no. always been. Is it's, this it's, the, it's been two nights for a few years, two years now. Okay, but this is something relevant or and, relatively. Uh, yeah, the new. thing with New Japan is it's more date specific than it is day of the week specific. 
The Tokyo Dome show is always January 4th, depending no matter what day of the week it is. Dantaku is almost always the 3rd and 4th of May. Okay. Regardless of the day of the week. Interesting. So we have a a really interesting show, nine uh, matches, kind of stuff card. On the yeah. first night, yeah, uh, a lot of these guys pulling double duties. Yes, They'll, they will be here the second night. We, you have we'll to you have next. to imagine what this show almost is: is night one being a pay per view and night two being the raw after. Yeah, where yeah. where the fans are like yeah. it's the super sized crowd fans. Yeah, yeah it's uh, so let's get into our first match, Bullet Club, right away, which yes. is going to be a theme that which, runs throughout the night. Yes, because this was the Bullet Club's fifth anniversary. They came around wrestling Dunca- wrestling Dantaku. Uh, 2013. This yeah. was their, and they, they're wearing the special kimonos throughout. Yeah, the they night. were handed out. They they talk yeah. about that a little bit that they did a special, which I'm guessing um was just fraught with tension because of the 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 eminent split. Yes, because certain people didn't get one. Ooh. <laughs> um. So our first match, we have Bullet Club represented by Chase Owens and Yugiro uh Takahashi. Yeah, that's good that, enough. Uh, good y- enough. Yujiro good enough? Takahashi. Good enough is probably the cl- the best compliment <laughs> I'm ever gonna get. Yes. I can't wait for someone on Twitter or just like someone review yes. us and be like, "Good enough." Yeah, that's it, all it, I want on iTunes. Really close. Yeah. Just, but, um, uh, so the, the, Bullet Club taking on uh, Shota Yunero. Uh, yes. And Yoto uh, Sushi. T- sushi. Sushi. Okay. Yes. Young boys. Young boys. Yes. Um. So this is something that. <laughs> I was shocked. I didn't because I watched the first New Japan stuff by myself. Yes, with no, I didn't even do the internet, no Wikipedia. Uh-huh. I put it on, and I was like, "Why are these young kids getting the shit beat out of them?" Yes, like I feel so bad for them. So wrestling school in Japan is nothing like it is here in the states. You cultivate a gimmick right away, and you develop who you're going to be in America. In America, yes. anyway. In Japan, you black boots, black tights, and a very limited move set while you're training. That's the thing that interests me the yeah. most is that it. Uh, in one of these matches, uh, I believe actually maybe this match, they pull one one of the young, the young uh, young, boys. young young boys, young lions sometimes. Yes. So okay, really briefly about the young boys. There's an event called the Young Lions Cup every year in New Japan, and it's all the young boys in a tournament. And if you have a good showing or if you win, then you get your gimmick or you get what's called an excursion. You Where go, you get sent around the world yes, to yes. hone your craft and hone your gimmick. Yeah, and, and kind of learn the different yeah. styles of wrestling that yeah. are around. Um, so, I, uh, so the limited move set because one of the one of the young uh, one of the I want to say young bucks, but one of the young <laughs> well, uh, young boys young boys does a, uh, a move off the top turnbuckle, and the commentator specifically says like, "Oh, he just like he was just allowed." To yeah. use that move, which I think is like the cutest thing. Yes. That like, oh my god, he just, it's like a video game. He just unlocked that superpower. Yes. He can finally sail to the top of the turnbuckle. He got enough dollars and he can buy it in the SmackDown Mall <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they play it like a pay-to-play video game. Yes, yes. Um, Loot box. So are, are the young boys pretty much cannon fodder? Do they get jobbed out mostly? So here, like the hierarchy is when you first start working as a young boy, you work with other young boys in a match against established stars. You still have limited moonset. You still have black trunks, black boots. A lot of times they shave your head. Yes. And then once you move on a little closer to the Young Lions Cup, they will put you with a superstar. Later, later on, we'll see Yuji Nagata. You, uh, in America, I believe they refer to it as a heater. Yeah. yeah you, you get yeah. a superstar to shadow you, essentially. Yeah, your yeah, job, your job shadowing. Yep. And Yuji Nagata tags the young boy against someone else later in the night. But we'll get to that when we get there. Yeah. So uh, this first match, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, Chase Owens, um, I think is the only one of this match that I actually had any like prior knowledge of yeah. that I remembered. Th- this might be uh, me being a horrible racist American. 
it's hard for me sometimes to keep tracks of names and faces for people. Yeah. They're not named John and you know Smith. Yeah. Um, so it's, I do get confused easily. Yeah. Um, really impressed with the young boys in this, like the beatings they take, oh, yeah. and the bumps they take. So I mean, very stiff mat. You were beaten really in training. Like they will, like you'll see it later. They will open hand slap these young boys as part of your training is to toughen you up. Yeah, and we'll actually get into it yeah. a little bit later with some of the uh, remarks the commentators yeah. make that had me cracking up. Like, one of the first things you do in your wrestling do they call it a dojo, not a, like a wrestling school or training, is you just get yeah. open hand slapped by whoever's training you, just repeatedly slapped in the face to see how tough you are. Huh. Well, and that, that, that will do it, I yeah. believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the commentators actually calls out when the young boy goes up top and does a missile drop kick. The commentator just says, I never understood the missile dropkick because you end up landing on your neck and head when you deliver it. It's true, but it's a cool Very true, move. but I was like, I, I wanted, part of me wanted to whisper, like, suspension of, you're yeah. supposed to be, like, holding the belief together, dude, so not how, shitting all over it. How'd you feel about Yujiro, who is the godfather of the Bullet Club, you know, the, the Tokyo pimp? Uh, do you like that gimmick? Do you think that's cool? Or uh, yeah, I, I was a little confused by it. Like uh, I, I'm almost, I almost expect to see something like that in American. Like, well, I, I will say though that the the bullet babes are a lot hotter than Godfather's hoes. I'm just saying. They're... Yeah, I mean, but, you know, again, I think like part of me thought like, oh, Japan would be more progressive and like because I had heard rumors that like yeah. anything great you think in wrestling has been was invented by females. Like, women wrestler invent everything great, and then men take it. Mm-hmm. So I thought, watching New Japan Wrestling, that there'd be a lot of great female wrestlers. But there's no, guess, none. None. So um, not in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, there, there, used there, to, there used to be All Japan Women's, which is a women's only promotion. That's where, like, uh, Amazing Kong, Karma came from, and Bull Nakano, and to an extent, Alundra Bra- Blaze Medusa trained there a lot. You will not see what they call uh, Joshis, female wrestlers, almost ever in a New Japan ring. Yeah. I mean, the only time I think I've seen women are managers, essentially. They're eye yes. candy. Yes, Which is that, like, if, if if you're wanting to really make me feel like I'm in Attitude Era 2.0, yes. they, they treat women like crap. There you go. And the fact that they, they, they play a lot, especially the gaijin, the foreigners do that, you could skid away with a lot more because, man, do they cuss in the ring. Oh, yeah. It's they like, come here, motherfucker. Yeah, the amount of F-bombs <laughs> yes. that are dropped, I love that. That's, yes. like, that must be the hardest thing to go from Japan to America and be like, yeah. oh, I just can't just curse well, up I mean, a storm. Giles Anderson, current Raw superstars, were you know founding Bullet Club members, and you hear them in the ring, fuck you! <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, so where would you say Chase Owens and Takahashi fall on the Bullet Club uh, Civil War? Are they are they Omega or are they Rhodes? Or is it still undecided? Like, they are is- probably undecided. I... I hate saying this. I like them both. They are not important enough to matter right now. Okay. It's kind of like... Is it the fact that the Bullet Club is so big that there are, there are ultimately yeah. just people that fall by the wayside? You almost forget yeah. they're in the Bullet like Club. Chase Owens... And again, I'm not disrespecting the guy. I like the guy. He is the also there. Yeah. Of the, he's, He rounds out the... He's the opening match guy for the Bullet Club. So I Yeah, mean, which is exactly where we yeah. are right now. Yeah. Uh, as an opening match, though, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Well, here again is where Japan is different from WWE. WWE will start you up hot with a match you really want to see. It might be an IC title match or a US title match. New Japan will build throughout the night. They'll start out with something that's cool, but not necessarily that put the butts in the seats and build and build and build and build the main event. Where WWE will start you off hot, just slow you down a little bit, build you back up. They'll, they'll peak and valley. Yeah. It's all elevation with New Japan. Uh, really quickly before we continue, do you move your microphone a little bit? It's just it's hitting or the stand is hitting the chair a little bit. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Um, 
this match doesn't last too long. Is that a hallmark of young boy matches that they yeah. tend to wrap up pretty quickly? It's just to it's a get to your seats. The show yeah. is starting, and all right, here we go, everybody. Yeah. You get about five minutes to show off what you can do. Yeah, yeah, and I love like if you get a chance, everyone does go watch an old Young Lions Cup from a few years ago. And I'm sure and, that's something we'll be covering in the future. Yeah, and you see forward. like the faces, like oh my god, there's. There's uh, Kazuchika Okada. There's Tanahashi. Wow. Yeah, and instead of like yeah. in America, you'd see them. Oh, they're there, but they have a horrible gimmick. Yeah, it's you know, it's uh, Rocky. Ba- you know, yeah. Bobo. You know, with the horrible haircut. Here's here comes No Way Jose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where I'd almost prefer them to be like, you no, know, just hone your craft, hone your moves, and yeah. then we'll come up with who you are. Yes, because part a large part of who you are is who you are in real life. Yeah, turned up to eleven. To some extent, a lot of the guys are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the uh, Bullet Club pick up a win. And with Yujiro, got a go. hold of Suji on the outside. There ain't going to be anybody to stop this. Package, pop driver, say goodnight. Nailed it. You could count to 100 or even five. Keep going, keep going. Two more. A package pile driver from Owens to Um. Umino? Umino? Umani. Umani. Yes. The, the spelling of these names and the pronunciation are worlds apart, in my Trust opinion. Trust me, they have just a hard time with your name. Uh, that makes me feel better and a little less racist. Mm. So moving on, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Do they call him Jushin Liger or Jushin... Like, Jushin there... Thunder Liger or Thunder Liger. Thunder Liger. Okay, yeah. I thought there was some maybe something about him not being able to use the full name outside yeah. of certain... Yeah. Um, so it's Jushin Liger... Um, Ryusuke Taguchi. Just Taguchi. call him Taguchi. That's all he needed. The Funky Weapon Taguchi. The, the, okay, the, oh, I will refer to him as the Funky Weapon. Yes. Tiger Mask 4. That's a name I can pronounce. Yes. That's a name I can get behind. Which, okay, Tiger Mask, if those that don't know, was originally a manga, then an anime. And there's been four Tiger Masks, obviously from Tiger Mask 4. And he, he always battled his great enemy, Black Tiger. And a little bit of ha-ha-ha, one of the Black Tigers was Eddie Guerrero. Really? Yes. Oh, that's a, a, a neat little twist. So how long did Eddie Guerrero, uh, uh, was he I, in New I Japan? I believe for... three years he was in New Japan. Really? Sure. Yeah. Like, damn, I'm surprised. Like, there's a lot of people I wouldn't have suspected had yeah. wrestled over there. Yeah, Chris did. Benoit was flying Pegasus, <laughs> you know. Um, so we have uh, these three taking on Ren uh, Nariti. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah. Uh, Yuki uh, Yooko. And Yuji Naga- Nagata. Nagata. Yes. Man, I really like Blue, Blue Justice. Yuji Nagata. Blue G- yeah. I, I, uh, he's over with the crowd, is he yeah. not? Well, he's a former IWGP champion several okay. times over. Like, he wrestled like Scott Norton and Vader for this belt. That tells you how long so he's been who around. So who would be his equivalent that I would know uh, Americanized um, of someone who's like... I would say he's uh, of the level of a Randy Orton. Okay. Or, yeah. So he's about that level of respect. Yeah, someone that's been a champion a few times, but never was the guy. He was never the face of the company, but he's definitely he big was a to... world champion. Yeah, someone that you could believe there. being a world champion. Um, it's also something I noticed. Like we're you know two matches in already, but something yeah. that will become apparent. Not a lot of one on one matches in the beginning of these. Yeah, they do. They go heavy on the teamwork. Yes. Lots um, of five or ten man matches. Yeah, and, and but um, what I'm surprised about is their ability to keep that interesting and keep it fresh from yeah. match to match. It yeah. doesn't get stale where I think WWE would after a yeah. while. You know, there's not eight singles matches in the one obligatory tag match. Yeah, where yeah. In the, it's almost the exact opposite in New Japan, yeah. where it's like we, we're going to stack this with tag team matches and you, get you know, everyone with, on the card, see what they look like. Oh, then here's the match you came for. Yeah. 
And also, I think it gives you interesting team, uh, like people you might not expect to team up who yeah. eventually will have to because. But how'd you like Nagata's T-shirt with his face on the inside of the T-shirt? Dude, when he pulls, okay, I was gonna ask you, does he do the? Does yes, that every often? match. I love that. Yeah. When he like, I was wondering what he was doing. The moment he pulled it up, and yeah. he has it like imprinted on the inside of the T-shirt, yeah. so it like fits his face. Yeah. I got a huge laugh out of that. Yeah. The humor in New Japan yeah. is so much better. What you think when it's as hard hitting and as strong style. As it is, you wouldn't think you'd get that much humor, but you totally do. You do, yeah. Despite the fact that, like, I was telling a friend who doesn't watch much wrestling, they're like, oh, so they're they're more into buying the theatrics and the fact that this is theater, but they also beat the hell out of each other more. I'm like, yeah, it's a weird, like, cross between both worlds. And it goes into the whole theory of Japan as a weird place. Yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, any foreign place, I'm guessing, is weird, but yeah. Yeah. Well, Um, I I can tell you some stories about Japan, but we won't go there. Yes. Uh, So, uh, Jushin Liger uh, picks up the win. Um... For or does he no? Does he even pick up the win? I don't think he does. Yeah, but it, it's amazing to me that as old as he is, because there's not been more than one Jushin Liger. This isn't Tiger Mask. This hasn't been traded off as a gimmick. Yeah. It's still the same guy that wrestled Brian Pillman in '92. And you can tell he's got a bit of um. I don't want to say a gut because it's not a gut. No. It's what old men get because yeah. you can't maintain a six pack. In yeah. your, however, however but he's still he is. very fluid in his movement and incredibly very fluid yes um it was shocking and i love the fact that they wear the mask because you you can't pin down age but i know that i've been watching this man since the 90s yeah and I, he has I've, not slowed down his step. i first saw him in 1992 and it's 2018 yeah so. and it's nice to see him pick up a win uh taguchi uh picks up a pinfall over narita yeah um and we're on to our next match uh you are gonna have to pronounce i'm gonna have to let you take this one over all right, so the so we have representing the faction chaos, Sho and Yo of Rapongi. Oh wait, we actually missed one. Is it? That's the next match. Rapongi, Rapongi, three K, Rapongi Romero. Yeah. Oh, chaos! Is chaos twice? No. Okay, chaos is the group that Rapongi three K is a part of. Like okay. the bullet well, you can, I will edit this out if you just want to start okay. over. <laughs> so representing chaos, we have the team of Sho and Yo. Rapungi 3K with their manager slash occasional teammate, Rocky Romero, against Suzuki Goon, which is Izaka, Davy Boy Smith Jr., and Lance Archer, who those of you that watched WWE will know Davy Boy Smith Jr. as the son of the British Bulldog, and Lance Archer from either the WWE CW as yeah, Lance Archer. Where I know him from. Yeah, or from TNA as Dallas, which is early TNA. But he's doing so much better for himself in Japan than he was there. Yeah, and I'm actually uh, this might have been my early, my early highlight, a match that yeah. I wasn't particularly excited on. It, like it came on, I was a little distracted, and then it immediately caught my attention, and I was just uh, captivated. Yeah. I-, I love Rocky coming out with the. He always does it for the, for this team with the fire extinguisher blowing the smoke along yes. with the beats. Of the- this is his third different team he's been a part of that had the name Rapungi in it, <laughs> because he and Trent Beretta were Rapungi Vice, and then he was just in Rapungi, and now he's in Rapungi 3K. So he has a real hard-on for that. It's a neighborhood. It's an area of Tokyo. So he's got a real hard-on for this part of Tokyo. It almost sounds like a rapper, like, like oh, yeah. I'm, not, like, I'm no longer Puff Daddy. Now yeah, I'm, like, I'm Rapungi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I love Sho and Yo. I, yeah. These are guys I've, I, again, don't know very much about. They were young Japan. boys last year or year were, before. Even that yeah. recently? Wow. Yeah. Cause they okay, I I'm glad for them. Good for them, man. Cause they yeah. they really deserve it. They they're gonna be the they're gonna be junior heavyweight tag champs, which is another thing. Uh, New Japan has like I know the WWE has a cruiserweight division, 
Yes. There's definite lines of you can you can, you can junior heavyweights and heavyweights. There's junior heavyweight tags. There's junior heavyweight championships. That's two different entities in the same company. Yeah, and actually, as, a, as someone getting in a new fan, that's probably the hardest hurdle to yeah. to get over is the the sheer amount of titles um, yeah. that are available. But like, um, as go, going back to like, a, like you mentioned a second ago, that you thought that when I said chaos, you thought that that was a punky three K. They're so faction heavy in New Japan. They are, and in, in contrast to WWE yeah. and, and NXT, which is the the brand I know the best, who yeah. have no factions. And you can have every like yeah. this this whole night is faction like yeah. You can have sub factions in your faction, like Rapungi 3K is a part of Chaos, or even Bullet Club, who seems at this the, point the, have two or three factions. The Elite yeah. and the Gorillas of Destiny, and so forth. Um. Really quick match, two minutes yeah. and four seconds. Yeah, honestly, there's really not much to say about it. Yeah. Uh, Rapungi three, three uh, K pick up the win uh, with a, with a really interesting. So, um, Izuki, is it Izuki? Is it, Suzuki? Izuki? Are you talking about the guy that they beat? Yes. Yes. Azuki. Azuki goes to threaten the ref, which is a big no no. I yes. believe in New Japan. Yes. Like the crowd turn on him, and it's okay. So you're supposed to. You can be a heel, just don't touch the ref because that's a bad boy thing. Yeah, and we'll talk about it later on with uh, with something that's going to happen um, in the last match. Yeah, well, and you mentioned the young boys earlier too. Is you see them around the ring, they're if you're not wrestling, you're a ring attendant. Yeah, and you're helping the wrestlers out back, and you know. But yeah, so uh, Azuki goes to like uh, intimidate the ref. Yeah, and uh, they get a schoolboy pin. I don't, I don't know the last time I saw someone get a pin on oh, a schoolboy. Yeah. yeah, like I, I maybe ninety two. <laughs> it, it's it happens more often in Japan that surprise win. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was shocking, but it was also like I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That's that, that's yeah. the way to make a short match enjoyable. Yeah, it was and entertaining. Some, like whoa, what just happened? Yeah, like I, if you like, thank yeah. God I started paying attention because I would have missed yeah, the entire match for sure, for sure. The next we get Chaos, who I thought you were talking about. Yes, <laughs> another part of Chaos. Yes, with actually what might be my favorite, one of my favorite. I'm going to say that a lot tonight. Yeah, one of my favorite wrestlers, uh, Switchblade Jay White. Yes, the second, the second IWGP, coming of Jay White. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the second IWGP U.S. champion. Oh yeah, who's the, who, the first being Omega? Omega. Okay, so he yeah. is following in big footsteps. Yes, which again is funny to me. A Japanese company has the U.S. title. And a Canadian and a New Zealander, and both held, held, both held yes. the U.S. title. Well, they're at least they're uh, they're they're allowing everyone to yes. participate. So we have uh, Hiroki Goto, yes, Jay Jay White, Tamahiro Ishii, uh, Torayanu, Torayanu, got it right, Yoshihashi, all on one team, yes. and they're fighting off against Dave Finley, Juice Robinson, Michael Elgin. Uh, you're going to have to pronounce these last two names for me tonight. Toa Henry. Yes, and to Koei Makabe. Um, I was so worried when this started because yeah. I, at this point, I actually in the raw we just went to, we saw a a five on five ten yes. tag team. They are so incredibly hard to to make interesting, in my opinion. And this might be one of the best I've seen. Yes, um, it is so damn good. And the, you know, uh, say what you will, unfortunately or not, Michael Elgin is pretty much stuck in Japan now, even though he's a you know was the was the running a local promotion here in St. Louis, but he can't do that anymore. Really? You didn't hear it? Should I elaborate on this real quick? Yeah, go for it. Um, he was implicated in covering up a sexual assault of one of his students by a male student. And so he sold the promotion here in St. Louis and is almost working exclusively in Japan now. Well, I'm, now I'm glad he loses. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking really quickly, I want to get back to the young boys. They keep making reference to the fact 
that these kids are going to get beat backstage. Yes, yes. And I don't like it. it starts as a joke, but it's, it's clear. As the night comes, goes on, like you see Suzuki at one point just yeah. slap the shit out of. Yeah, like oh, we lost the match. We'll take it out on these young kids. Yeah, I just have to get to that because it, it yeah. it's still shocking to me. Is it done for humor? Is the it, crowd sp- or is that the literally- crowd expects them the young boys to get beat? Like you, you go like oh, they're gonna do the young boys, and like uh, it's it's like going to an MMA fight and seeing you know. Uh, Brock Lesnar face some guy from the crowd. Like, ooh, ooh, let's see that. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Brock Lesnar, he needs to take notes because Jay White in this match does the best back suplex yes. I've ever seen. And I like that is Suplex City. Well, yeah. Where, whereas a lot of Americans and Canadians grow up wanting to go to the WWE, Australians and New Zealanders, Japan's a lot closer. Yeah, they grow up. They watch a lot of WWE, but they grow up watching New Japan because you know it's it's almost the home promotion. It's just across. Yeah, a lot, hell of a lot closer than America than, than is. the states is. Yeah, it's more attainable to them. Yes, um, I love that German suplex. I reminded yeah. about four times on that move. And you know, you look at Juice Robinson, who a guy that was having a decent run in NXT, CJ Parker, but probably wasn't gonna go much further than where he was. Yeah, comes to Japan and he's a star. Yeah, you know, and if at the very least, what he does is he makes himself that much more valuable if he does want to go yeah. back. Because I mean, it's it's they hop around quite a bit today. I think yeah. there's a lot less uh, animosity going, towards someone leaving and coming back than there used to be. Going from WWE or NXT to New Japan is almost like going to WWF to WCW back in the day. Oh, I th- I don't think it's quite as bad because I think back then if you left for. Ted Turner's company, you were a traitor. Yeah, a, especially in the they, early years. They sure as hell would bring you back if they wanted to. That's true. Yeah. Um, but I think nowadays they're starting to, like, cause I don't think they see New Japan as the threat that WCW, because they no. don't pull in the numbers. Because, I mean, Jushin Liger worked on an NXT show. Yeah, so, so they're obviously not worried about yeah. it. They're not siphoning fans. I think at this yeah. point, they New- realize that, like, hardcore fans are going to be into both of them regardless. Yeah, New Japan has had working relationships with Every wrestling company you can think of. Yeah. They worked with TNA. They worked with Ring of Honor. They Back in the 80s and 90s, they had a relationship with WCW and WWF. So, Which is, I mean, honestly, the way you're yeah. going to conduct business, I think, is I mean, probably a, the best. A, Antonio Inoki and Hulk Hogan worked at Tokyo Dome. Yeah. So, What do you think about this match? Like, of all the like the five-on-five? Ma- five five? I am much more used to, because I've been watching New Japan for a few years. I know how they operate, so I look forward to these multi-man matches <sighs> because... One of the gripes I have a lot about WWE shows is I might tune in to see someone or go to a show to see someone and then not be on the card because they got to get those eight, nine singles matches in. Yeah. At least I got to see Kota Ibushi or, or you know, Switchblade. It was in a 10-minute match, but he was still there. Yeah. And despite the fact that they were a 10-minute match, and I don't even know that everyone got a chance to actually tag in, but everyone contributed. Yes. You know, everyone was pulling someone off the apron yeah, or, they, you know, they, they're they, battling outside. They still did that multi-man tag tropes where there's the breakdowns and everyone yeah, gets Yeah, you know, ring, and yeah. one team gets a kick in and then yeah. they get taken out. And, and then, the saves right before the three count. Yes, you know. and, but the, the timing, I don't know, do you know, do they plan matches out in New Japan in um, a way? Because in it's, WWE, it's, it's kind of like certain people well, plan their yeah. matches, certain people don't. It's the same thing in New Japan. It, it depends on who it is. And a lot of times it goes down a language barrier. If you've got a gaijin and a, and a native worker, they might plan out more ahead. Because and, they can't call yeah. spots in between. The referees play a bigger part in New Japan than they do in W. Like, cause, do you think most are the, most of the rest bilingual? Yeah. Uh, Tiger Hattori 
the the older referee, the the main referee, the, the Earl Hebner of New Japan, lives in New York. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so permanently? Yes. Oh. And would you fly to? New he flies back to Japan to work the shows. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so chaos picks up another victory. Yes. Got to say, it's a good night for white people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, that, like that'll get more apparent as it goes on. But yes. I was surprised with the amount of Westerners who are winning uh, their matches tonight. Um, we get another Bullet Club match. Yes. Like is it just uh, this really is Bullet Club all night. Um, probably my. F- Ah, God, probably maybe my favorite match of the night. Yeah, Marty Scroll, um, the villain, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, also the young called Bucks. the super villains. The super villains. Well, because like I said, every faction has cliques. Yeah, there was the elite, which was Marty and the Young Bucks and Cody and and Kenny. Then there was the super click, which was uh, when Adam Cole was in. It was Adam Cole and the Young Bucks, and you know, there's the Girls of Destiny. And there's all these different little interchangeable factions. I see, and I thought there were already a lot of Bullet Club shirts, but they're not releasing nearly enough. No. Because every one of these needs their own. Listen up, Hot Topic. Yeah. Um, there's there's a handshake at the beginning of this match. There's a too sweet in there, the beginning of this match. Yeah. And a handshake. And a handshake, yeah. which I, I'm guessing is just like they're showing respect. Like, yeah. I love that the crowd enjoys that. Because yeah, you've got the, the Bullet Club going, because you've got the, Marty Scrolls pretty much team Cody. Oh, yeah. That and you got us. Matt and Nick who are kind of wavering either way, the yeah. Young Bucks. Then you got the Girls of Destiny and Bad Luck Fale who are like, we're Bullet Club, but we're over here. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing our own thing. Um, So the well, the handshake that was nice quickly turns not nice because yes. uh, scroll attacks. Because this is, remember, this is a championship match yeah, for well, the six-man tag belts. Exactly. Uh, the so the never open weight. What does that title? Is that an acronym or is that you're gonna make me say it now? But yes. yes. So never is a an acronym, and the open weight signifies that anyone can challenge for it. But you know the the never. I forget. It's like uh, never ending new blood. So it's some long, yes, like seemingly N E V E R. Each letter stands for, for something. Okay, I thought they just picked a random English word that they thought sounded cool. Yeah, but that is like I wonder if it's an acronym or a, like a. It definitely is an acronym, but I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it was designed as an acronym or if they found the word and they're like, "Oh, we'll make it a you know like a post acronym. We'll, we'll yeah. make it fit. We'll make we'll make it work." Yeah, <laughs> but you know, uh, they're one of the only companies that have a six man belt. R H yeah. has one now. But they didn't really have one cool, forever. Though. I really like, yeah. especially we had talked one of our earliest episodes, uh, NXT, um, take over New Orleans, take over New Orleans, where I, I was like, wow, with the undisputed era, they could really use a, a, yeah. a three man tag belt. Yeah. The only problem is you don't have that many teams yes. in America. So the never and never open way it stands for New Blood, Evolution, Valiantly, Eternal, and Radical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. God, it's, that is—I don't know why that's the funniest thing I've, I've fucking heard. But it's, it, like you say, they just picked a bunch of words they thought sounded cool in English. It's like yeah, those, those people that have the super the, happy, lucky rainbow. <laughs> it's the people that have the Kenji tattoos. Like it means honor. No, yeah. it means soup. <laughs> <laughs> um, so getting back to this match, uh, the Young Bucks—I they might be the best tag team ever. They are not they, ever, but they're the best going right now. Yeah, their their teamwork. They. I mean, probably the fact that they grew up together, yes. that they can read each other's minds to a certain extent. Their uh, their timing is impeccable. The fact that they can land these moves and yeah. launch themselves at the exact same moment. Um, we one of the funniest moments to me uh, is when uh, the villain tries to body slam. Uh, uh, Bad luck, Fale. Fale, an um, original Bullet Club member. He does it 
with he does it with such confidence that he can do it. He just turns around, I'm gonna pick him up, and then immediately becomes frightened. Yeah. It's a great comic moment. But yeah, but these the, like J- other than these belts, the titles don't change hands much in New Japan. But these belts came around two years ago in 2016. We're only on the 17th team. Oh my! To have goodness. these belts, so yeah. So what's the average reign? About two weeks? Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Sometimes a day, because there's been before where a team will win them at like at the Tokyo Dome show, Wrestle Kingdom, and lose them at New Year's Dash the next night. <laughs> so I mean, um, they are a hot potato. So the Young Bucks continue. Uh, they, I love this double sharpshooters. Yes. As an old school wrestling fan. Excuse and me, as someone who's been is, putting the sharpshooter by me. Yes. As someone who's <laughs> experienced that move several times, I fucking love it. And I love seeing it. De- like, I don't know if I've ever seen double sharpshooters in, in not, WWE. Yeah, I, I don't think so. No, and as many people yeah. that use that as a finisher, I'm I've, surprised I've seen never like happened. someone put two people in the sharpshooter, but never, like Natalia's done it before. Really? Yeah. That, I need to catch up on that. That's, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, I, I don't know how we haven't talked about this before, but Mar- uh, the villain scrolls, finger snap. Oh, yeah. I that looks oh my god that looks so painful. Brutal. Yeah. It looks like the mo- this, it looks like the goofiest funniest move until you hear it and then it like I'm going to put the sound in right here. Yeah. Because it's fucking insane. So this this is this is Marty Scroll shows how you could cultivate a character so well because when he first came to the attention of western audiences and the main wrestling audience it was in the TNA version of Tough Enough called British Boot Camp where he was Party Marty. And he was like an No Way Jose, Adam Rose type of party guy. And he's not that anymore. He's he's the villain. He's, yeah, he plays this. I love his umbrella that yeah. he, like he twirls. And, it's, and it's if you ever, great... you ever see him come out, like they don't do it in Japan much because of the respectful crowds. But if you see him come out like a Ring of Honor show and the whoop whoop that they do when he comes out and he dances along with it. No, I haven't. His, his music is like... it. Like the Kurt Angle, you sucks. Yeah, it's, it was one of those things where the, the crowd is picked up on the yeah. exact moment. When and they he comes contribute. out and does the Birdman call. And it's, yes, and it's just awesome. You, if you get a chance, I, I'm sure that's going to be something yeah. we'll be looking into in the future. Yeah. Uh, speaking of awesome, though, this match is yeah. fucking. I, I, anytime the Young Bucks are in the ring, I'm yes. excited. Um, I love this match. The, the, and okay, I love the Young Bucks. I really do. But the biggest knock on them has been that. If you've seen one of their matches, you've, you've seen, seen them all. all. Yes. You know, and the and again, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I still love their matches. Although I think that's a problem over, overall more in wrestling yeah. nowadays in general. Because I think every time I've seen Finn Balor, I've seen the, the coup de crawl. It's just that their five moves of doom are a lot more entertaining than John Cena's. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, the um, Melter Driver and whatnot. Yeah, speaking of, which we don't get the Melter Driver in yeah. this, but we do get more bang for, for your, your buck. buck. is alive now. More bang for your buck. They have done it. I I might prefer that to the Meltzer driver. Just that be- was actually the move that made them famous. In the yes, first place, just right? because my hatred of Dave Meltzer. But that's yeah, that's, that's the point. That needs its own whole podcast. Yes. Uh, TJ hating that man. <laughs> All right, next up, we have yet another New Japan Pro Wrestling faction. And one of my personal favorites, Los Inconobles de Japan. Represented by Hiromo Takahashi, Bushi, Evil, and Sonata. Oh, and Tetsuya. Can't forget him. Yeah. Well, he's just... He's, just, he's easily forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> Taking on another faction in New Japan, Suzuki-gun. 
faction out here in Japan. Yeah, their leader, Minoru Suzuki. The English superstar, Zack Sabre Jr. Tagichi. Yoshinobu Karumu and El Desperado. El Desperado. Actually, before, because I have some questions about yes. this, but before, we actually did miss one thing last time. Yeah. After the Young Buck Bullet Club match, we got a tease for Bone Soldier, which I just want to really quickly yes. mention. Yes, 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 yes. Bone Soldier didn't exactly have the greatest reputation, nor the greatest one-loss record. Not a lot of tears were shed upon his departure, but apparently Bone Soldier will return. We'll see what happens. Maybe he could put Bullet Club all back together. Maybe that's just what the faction needed. You don't believe that? Not for a second. The only thing I know about Bone Soldier is that he won Worst Gimmick last year. Yes. Two years ago. Yes, from fucking So Dave is Monster. this so much, like, people aren't excited. The crowd Yeah, people were be... wondering, like, why are you bringing Bone Soldier back? Yeah, that's like if WWE was like, guess he's coming back. Doink the clown. Like, yeah. well, Motherfucking James Ellsworth. Yeah, like, what's, what's the point? <laughs> I just had to say that because we missed it, and I was yeah. like, I cannot l- yeah. let that slip. All right. Uh, but going back to uh, LIG. Um, LIJ. LIJ, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, d- d- tell me a little bit about their history. Because okay. This is, like, you told me a little bit, but. So we discussed earlier about the young boys, and once they graduate from the dojo, they go on what's called excursions. They go to the U.S. They go to Ring of Honor. They go to Mexico, I Mexico. They go to CMLL. Some go to uh, Germany, right? Yes. Where they have a big Yes. Yeah. Or they might go to ICW in the U.K. Or just they, they leave Japan and learn another style and absorb that. What happened with LIJ was almost like when there was an NWO and then NWO Japan. There is a Los Incronobles in Mexico in CMLL, which is the big Rudo, the bad guy stable, the ungovernables. It's all of the really bad luchadors, the Rudos. And Tetsuya Naito went over there and fell in love with the Mexican culture and the Mexican style of wrestling and brought it to Japan with Los Incarnobles de Japan, the ungovernables of Japan, to the point that he cuts promos in Spanish now. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Um, and is this like, I hate to use this term, kayfabe? Like he actually did just like go over there, love it, and then No, yeah, he, he, he really absorbed that culture and works a lucha style which is exactly what they want from an exter- excursion, excursion right? yeah. yeah like as you saw it all the time in especially in wcw you know yuji nagata came over here and in tna you know okada came over here and was samoa joe's limo driver you know <laughs> yes he was he was okado he was basically the green hornets you know just, sidekick uh, kato yeah, just kato <laughs> just like oh that's a bad idea <laughs> but anyway um so lij has a really fun match here. They have a really nice style. Yes. Um, how long have these guys been partnered up so far? These, these about five? two years. Okay. Yeah. This is, a, this is another five on five. Like, yes. This is like, more it, faction warfare. Yeah, and I don't think you would ever get this in WWE. The outside main... of like eighties and nineties Survivor Series. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't think nowadays they would put no. two of these matches. This no. is like one and done. Versus, yeah. versus New Japan, like we can do two and we can make them each their own separate match yes. completely. Yes. And this one does have a completely different feel yes. than the Chaos match we saw earlier. Yeah, and like, Tsuyanaido uh, is the current IC champion, the Intercontinental Champion of New Japan, and refuses to wear the belt because he has so little respect for the belt. Like, when he won it before, he tore it apart and threw it <laughs> because he thinks New Japan has too many titles, and he won it from Suzuki. So Suzuki, who cherishes this belt, is watching this person who has no respect for it, just... 
doesn't oh, even wear it out. Oh, that's awesome. That's really – I love the little stories they're telling that I am missing because I don't speak the language. Yes. And the commentators are more focused on making jokes yes. than telling me what I'm missing. As, yeah, but I do love Don Callis and Kevin Kelly on yeah. commentary. Oh, there. I absolutely love them. But it's it's a lot like if me and you were to ask to do commentary yeah. and then, like, forgot to actually inform people of what was going on. We would start bullshitting and then, oh, yeah, the match is happening. Yeah, the, the, what, pretty much what we're doing here. We're like, yeah. oh, what, what match were we supposed to be talking about? <laughs> Um, at a certain point, pretty early on in this match, there are no teammates on the side on the apron rings. They're yes. all, all they're not even fighting. They're standing down, just letting two guys like yeah. go at it in the ring for sure. Which yeah. is really interesting. You never get that in. And you see the young boys almost trying to be lumberjacks, like get back. Yeah, in the like ring. They're, back in they're, the but ring. but fearfully because they yes. know they're going to get the shit kicked out of them. Yes, which happens at the end of this match. But hey, we'll get there. Um, can I ask uh, Suzuki's hair? Yes. Is there a re- like how? So he lost his hair a while back. Okay. And this, and he when it grew back, he always had that weird kind of zigzag shape. Yes, it's hard to describe. If you make you look up a picture of him, yeah, he, but it, he, he definitely he had the almost sumo man bun thing in the back. Yeah. And that got shaved off. So now this is the remnants of what that was. Okay, because when I yeah. saw him, my first thought was, did someone take a magic marker and try to draw hair on his head? Yes, he has that, you know, 80s kid and play fade going on. Yeah, he, he totally does. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. with a lot of high-flying fun in this match. Too, yeah, much more so than the last five-man match I, th- yes, I think we yeah. saw. Some of the... Uh, I, his high flying actually is probably the best I've seen all of all night. Yeah, of all of them, um, just because he like the fucking height he can get, yes. and the distance between ring ropes and mat he can make. I would love to see like Zack Saber Jr. and Will Osprey. Yeah, oh my and god, we'll get to, and we will get to Will Osprey in a minute yeah. because that that's a man I do love. Yeah. Um. So, uh, do you want to get to the end of this match? What exactly? So evil wins. Yes. Um. What is his move also called evil? Yes. Okay. That confused the living <laughs> shit out of it. Like, I, I when I was so, yeah. I was reading it and it was like evil won by using evil. Yeah. He, he <laughs> wrestled. He wrestled as himself Watanabe before he joined up with Lij and became the Prince of Darkness. Evil. So which is a gimmick I actually enjoy. I, yes. I, I really do. Kind of like the NJPW Undertaker almost. Yeah. Um, but the, the end of this match is not even the most interesting part because we get a reappearance by the Young Bucks afterwards. Yes. Now, seeing as we're kind of playing with the big boys, Nick, I think it's about time we make a big boy decision. We're the Young Bucks, the best tag team in the world. Evil Sonata, we challenge you for those heavyweight tag team belts. Wow. I like the sound of that. Who come down. Um, and uh, I guess just kind of challenged for the... The heavyweight tag titles. Yeah. Yes. Which didn't... They just won titles, so they're, they they're, just won the never open weight six man titles. Yes, but and yes. now they already won a shot. Since, at, since they've just moved up to heavyweight, and it's pretty clear they've bulked up a little bit. Oh, they definitely have from the from so, even the yeah. last couple of pay per views I've seen. Of so theirs. they now want a shot at arguably the most coveted tag team belts in wrestling, the IWGP Tag Team yes. Championships. And then they uh, they super kick uh, uh, Lij 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 Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> I, I love 
anytime the super kick happens, I don't know which one of the commentators it is, but he just goes, "Oh, super kicks!" And like, but it's, it's not like he's screaming it. He just yes. say like, "Super kicks!" When, when they were in Ring of Honor and Steve Carino, the former ECW wrestler and now WWE trainer, would be like, "Super kick party!" <laughs> <laughs> I love that as the young bucks are walking down. Um, some one of them in the ring is like screaming their name, and yeah. Nick walking down is like, yeah. "Yeah, I know, that's my name. I know. Yes. Think about it. Go ahead and ponder. Let, let me know." They are really good on the mic. I love the, the confidence and the cockiness. There was a show last year where Okada was wrestling. You hear this quiet crowd. This woman in the crowd, Okada, <laughs> Okada. Um. All right, so moving on, we have chaos again, yes, man. Like chaos, every. Chaos is the homegrown faction, whereas Bullet Club, other than Tokyo Pimp, is Gaijin. This is all of the big-time local, not local, but homegrown New Japan wrestlers. Yes. Other than Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, and then and representing Chaos well, he's in, in, Goon, but, in this match is Kazuchika Okada. Kazuchika Okada. Okada is what I will be referring to him from yes. now on. And Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay might be my favorite wrestler in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now. Yes. Um, the one that I've been most impressed with. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're taking on uh, Hiroshi Tanaha- Tanahashi. There you got it. Hiroshi it. Tanahashi. Woo! And, Kush- and Kushida, which I also yes. yeah, nailed. Yeah. Yes. Round of applause for me. There you for, go. For pr- pronouncing basic names that I should know. White boy comes through for a change. <laughs> So, I mean, again, you get a little bit of uh, great high-flying back and forth between Chaos and Tanahashi and Kushida. Uh, longer match than I expected. Six, actually quite a long match. 16 uh, minutes. Kushida does uh, a badass DDT to yes. Osprey. Yes. Osprey is on the turnbuckle, like ass on the top, and then out of nowhere, Kushida jumps up, grabs him, and, and like pretty much spike DDTs. Him now, on do his you head. like Kushida's like Back to the Future gimmick? I I actually do. I kind of dig that. Yeah, and the 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 hoverboard lock. Yeah, I I, was, it, I I part of me always wants to be like copyright infringement. Like I, I guess it just like yeah. doesn't happen over there. Or but he's the time more. splitter. He's <laughs> not really Back to the Future. Is that what I do with, like, the fire wrestling games where they name yes. Undertaker, like... Yes, this is Grave Robber. Yeah, and you just rename him to what you know who he, who he yeah. is. Yeah, Um uh We get a Tombstone, which I, I miss so much in uh-huh. because it's pretty much... Undertaker's busted a few out. He's back. If you listen to our last episode or two, yeah. you've probably heard us talk about it. But you don't see it that often. You never see it when it's not Undertaker. Yes. So to see uh, Okada, Tombstone... Uh, Kushida? Yes. Is really rather remarkable. Yes. And it is a powerful looking tombstone. It is. He drops him right on his head. It is. You totally understand why they took that move out of rotation. Yes. The the pile driver in general is almost persona non grata in Yeah. In but North I think that, like in, in this one, you they they pulled it out sparingly. They used it almost near the end of the night. They used it once and it got that reaction there. It, it got that crowd gasp of, oh yeah. my God. Oh no. Yeah. And ironically, it wasn't even the end of the... No. Which I really was surprised. The end comes really quickly afterwards with a Rainmaker which, from Okada. Like, they, he kicks out of the Tombstone, gets a Rainmaker, one, two, three. Like A Tombstone can't put him down, but a, a, a vicious clothesline? Yeah, that's a little bit of a... Yeah, I was a little confused, too. And, like, too. I, I like the Rainmaker because 
I'm not one of the people that thinks that a clothesline can't be a finisher. No, look at Bradshaw. I think yeah, the clothesline, the clothesline from hell, hell was a gr- in that Stan Hansen with the lariat. You believe they could take someone's head off? I, with that I think it's the line. same thing with the spear. If, yeah. if, the, if the person doing it can pull it off, it is a devastating. Like I always thought, Edge was too small for the spear. Yeah, but he's a look big at someone dude. Like, look at someone like Rhino, who's who short, car- carries stout. you ten yeah. feet and then drops you on your back. Yeah. Um, so Chaos picks up a win, another win actually. Yes. It's been a good night for Chaos. Yes. Good night for Stables in general. Good night for the white man. <laughs> like, not only is he demolishing uh, in America, but apparently yeah. he's kicking ass in Japan too. All right, there, David Duke. Yeah, just... <laughs> I, I was actually just a little surprised. I don't know if that's that was by design, <laughs> but it's just like something that kept shocking me. I was like, Yeah. Do Do we not win enough? Do we have to this keep is, taking their titles from this, them? This night's awfully white. Yeah. Uh, moving on to another, the, the, probably the ultimate white, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> yes, there is not a more white man out there. Yes, taking on the other half of the Golden Lovers, yes. uh, Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi, yes. Kota Ibushi, who I am starting to appreciate more and more. Who, if your only exposure to him was the WWE Cruiserweight Classic, please seek out his matches. Yeah, which luckily I that was not yeah. my uh, first exposure to him was. Uh, the Golden Lovers reuniting yeah. the, the, pretty much just this year. Yeah. Although I've gone back and watched some of his old stuff and I'm really surprised with how how great he is and how he's not like... It doesn't seem like he's their top guy when he totally could be. Yeah. Well, the juniors, the junior heavyweights, while they are respected and have the have their own titles, they don't draw the crowd like the heavyweights do still. Yeah. Like, you, you could be successful and be a top junior heavyweight... There, you're eventually expected to go to the heavyweight. Yeah, this I, mean, I probably say this a lot. An amazing match. Yeah, this it was might be great. My favorite. Yeah. Speaking of high flying, there's a, a couple of times in this match. Yeah. where they get some like airplane height. And um, our first introduction to the horror that are Japanese tables in this match. Yes, but even before we get to that, even the, I yeah. want to get back to the intro. Cody's yeah. Cody entrance, his entrance. Um. Just a very simple thing they do when Cody gets into the ring, they do Dutch angles. Yeah. Like, as someone who went to film school and appreciates and, like, studies film, just turning your camera sideways does so much for Cody's entrance. It gives him this villainous, yeah. you know, like, it, you, it's unmistaking, this is the bad guy. And even though, like, Dusty Rhodes didn't really work heel, he must have taught Cody something. Oh, Cody damn, he plays a great heel. Cody plays the best heel. He's, yeah. He, yeah. With the with the, uh, with the with the championship ring that, that he, he has. kisses. He, yeah. it's, and it's such a jock like yeah. move. He actually because a lot of wrestlers do Q and A's on Twitter. They're like, I'll answer ten questions. Use the hashtag Ask Whoever. Yeah. His like, oh my, answer ten questions. Use the hashtag Kiss the Ring. <laughs> um. So let's get getting back to the tables. Yes. Uh, Japanese tables are so much different. Yes. First of all, they're smaller. Yes. They are. I quote them like a poker table. Yeah. It's essentially like if you put a couple of like three TV trays together. Yes. And uh, they and don't stiff. splinter. They are stiff. Now, as someone who's gone through a particle board table that like WWE uses, those aren't fun. No, they're those not. Those hurt. We, we put my brother through yeah. one when younger. Like, they, but they, these Japanese tables, when you put someone through it, the table does not break. They put a hole in it where your body was. Emotion taking over now, and instead Cody finds himself on that table, double stop through the table, but the table doesn't give. The only thing it gives is Cody's ribs. Yeah, no kidding. And that's worse than going through the table in some respects, because as you said, all that pressure is on the sternum. He's going to do it again. He's going to do it again.
And something tells me this time Cody is going through the table, Kevin. is horrible. Cody's back is bleeding. Yeah, the flesh-ripping shards of table. Cody's waiting because he's like, you're going to do this again. Oh, you're going to do this again. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> then the table breaks. But the table is not breaking the way we are accustomed to yeah, in America. A clean snap. No. His back and pun- punches a nice little hole in it. Yes. And in doing so, lacerates his back in about three places. Yes. He's bleeding instantly. Yes. Um. Best table move in years that I have seen. Um, if you watched Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho's match from uh, Kingdom Wrestle uh, Wrestle Kingdom, Kingdom twelve, yeah, yeah, they do a, some cool table spots. They do, yes. in that match, and, too. and I thought that would be hard to beat. But I thought this was yeah. as simple as it was. Cody took those two bumps, and I think the fact that they didn't break and they went for the second one made yes. it even because I don't think that was the plan. No, I think the plan was the table's going to break and yes. we we'll move on. I, I, I would. Again, not I, knowing what I know, I, I I don't know that for a fact, but it looked like that to me. Yeah, and if not, they're just the greatest actors in the yes. world. What I love is that because it it breaks the second time, but Cody's still on top of it. It's yeah. just a hole punch. I really wish Coda would have went up a third time <laughs> just to see Cody's face have been like, no. "Oh God damn it, man!" <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Despite that, um, Cody actually does pick up the win with a fucking brutal ass move that I guess is the first time he's ever broken out the Din's fire now he's got him up I haven't seen Cody use this before he's talked about it his version of the vertebraker that's called Din's fire and it's a winner Cody has beaten Ibushi here at wrestling.taku Din's fire looks really awesome, by the way. That's um, a move. Okay. It's a kudo driver. Is yeah. I, I had to actually look yeah. it up. It is a the first time exists. I saw it was the hurricane using it as the vertebraker. Yes. A, a move that I would never take. No. I would yeah. never give that move because yeah. you have the full weight. I mean, for anybody who's never – because it's hard to tell you in, in audio, but go look it up. Look up the kudo driver. Yeah. Um. Because essentially you have someone on your back, you drop down to your ass, and their entire weight goes on your spine. Yeah, like I, I thought Cody would have broken his back doing that. Yeah, it's it's not it's not pretty. No, but it, it's devastating. It yes. looks like a great it, it finisher. It looks pretty, and but he, it allows Cody to pick up the win. Another yeah. chalk up another win for the white man, <laughs> demolishing it tonight, man. <laughs> um. And then we get to our final match, our big finale. And this the is main big. event of night one. Yeah, this is by far the longest match tonight. Yes. Um, Kenny Omega taking on Hangman Page. Is, I mean, regardless, the white man's going to have a big night tonight. because yeah. it's, Just to um, correct you, the Cody match was longer. If was you, it? Yes. Okay, it did not seem like yeah, it. It was, but... it was five minutes longer, the Cody match Wow, yeah. that is shocking. Yeah. Maybe just because I was so captivated the entire time. Yeah. Because yeah. they were constantly diving over, you know, out of the ring, into the crowd. Yes. And when they dive into the crowd... Like I love, and just to get back to that match really quick, Coda, when he, before he goes to jump out on uh, Cody, he waves the crowd away. Yeah, he's like, "Get the hell back! Yeah, you, I'm you, gonna hit you. You guys. need to move." Yeah, because our railings are literally like <laughs> little bitty like yes. aluminum railings. Yes, I'm going through it. Um, so yeah, let's get to this last match: Kenny Omega, the Cleaner, taking on Hangman Page. It's Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. So it's Hangman Page essentially, I guess, like Cody's stand-in in this match. Hangman is. Cody's right-hand man. Yes, okay. So this is He's, essentially where they would be, like, yeah. He is, okay, if if Kevin Nash led the Wolf Pack, Hangman Page is Scott, Scott Hall. Hall. Yeah. So he's drunk all the time is what you're saying. 
Wow. I love you, Scott Hall. I love you. Don't hate me. He's clean now, allegedly. Um, what like I I love this match. This it was great. And as a way to end it, I almost am like I I have not watched night two yet. I'm excited. I don't know how you're gonna over like to do more than this. Yes, this was a brutal match. It was. was. These two men beat the living hell out of each other. Yes, and even before they got there. Okay, so even before the match begins, Cody attacks. Omega. Yes. Uh, Cody Rhodes, who uh, back still bleeding. It's yeah. funny because he just left the ring and then he comes back and he suddenly has a lot of energy now. Yeah, and if you notice, like in the ring in New Japan, there's all the adverts, obviously, which is different. They don't change the mat out like they do in WWE. They're, there's usually fresh canvas. Yeah, even when we saw the live yeah. uh, Raw recently, they like, would change between, the canvas. Yeah. There's still blood stains on yep. the canvas. Oh during, yeah, it's, it's old school in that yeah. respect. Yeah. Um, which I kind of like is, is they're not you know like the, the history is there so yeah Kenny Omega and Hangman Page taking each other on the Kenny Omega blonde again because you can't be a golden lover with silver hair yeah oh that's nice <laughs> I, I enjoy that um he, okay so he was golden haired when he first got in yes, right yes and then he went to the brown dark the, the, hair the, with the black the silver hair with the black strips yeah okay and now th- and this is his first appearance fully blonde again yes does that signify anything or is that just him. <sighs> It's not like a different personality. It's I not like it's him like, like taking yeah. on the Bullet Club. This is my faction. Yeah, I know. I think it's just like an anniversary show thing. It's been five years. I'm I'm more because he comes out in a Golden Lover shirt. Yeah, he does. So yeah, with with the Bullet Club robe on. Yeah, so he's kind of combining honoring both, both factions. You know, I thought it was honestly that he was doing so much cleaning, he got a little bleach in his hair. And, yeah, you know, things you know, happen. Shit happens, man. Yeah, clean up those bodies. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So Kenny starts this match at a major disadvantage, being attacked by yes. Cody. Um, what I love, though, so Cody comes down, he helps Hangman Page, they beat the hell out of Omega, and then the bell rings, and Cody can't interfere anymore. Yes, because they because are very they have, serious about the DQs in New which Japan. Is so funny to me that he's going to be like, I'm going to sneak up and beat this guy, and then ding, ding, ding. Oh, well, I got to follow the rules. I can't do anything I got to follow the rules, guys. <laughs> I was just looking at Hangman Page, like, I tried. I got yeah. as many shots, and it's like, I did the man. best I could, you Adam. I did the best I could. <laughs> um, I. The, uh, really back and forth. Uh, yeah. Hangman Page, despite starting at a disadvantage, quickly picks it up and uh, is giving just as well as he's getting. Um, I'm a little surprised that both of the Westerners were were picked to end the night. Like, yeah. Is this something that's of common? night one. Of night one. Okay. So is it like okay? Because it seems like in contrast to WWE, where we don't like our foreigners and not that we don't like foreigners we love foreigners as wrestling fans yes but it seems like the bookers and the writers don't give them the opportunities yeah it doesn't seem to have the same problem in new japan no gaijin are over yeah vader is a while he's a legend in the u.s he is a god in japan even someone like brock lesnar is revered like some some names that you might not think of as you know hall of fame top level names in the u.s are huge over there like uh Scott Norton from the NWO, huge name over there. Uh, Bart Gunn, who had, yeah, he's like a, a, is a name here, but not yeah. you know. A he had a draw. huge run over in Japan. Wasn't that just because he knocked out Doctor Death? This is before. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um. So getting back to this match, uh, do you uh, and Doctor Death? Oh yeah, and Doctor. Um. How do you feel about Hangman Page? Like, I, I he might be my favorite of the current Bullet Club, Club stable. I. I never like anybody who is the bitch boy of someone else. He's Virgil to the million dollar man. Oh yeah. But I like him as a wrestler. Yeah, and I think he can I think he now, can, uh, he's proven today or in this, you know, match that he can now, headline. Um the one time you're going to see maybe a western style 
interaction is the Terminator spot that Kenny does. Yeah, where he comes they cl- down. Dun, 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 they, they do the Terminator clap. You know, dun, 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 oh, do dun, they dun. really? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. So the yeah. fans are they're they're essentially it's very similar. The cultural difference is there. But they're yeah. just as rowdy. Yeah, at times in, in when, when they're when they're told to be or like when a big spot happens, you see like polite clapping. Yeah, you're never gonna hear a lot of chants or wooing. Like you will at a raw. Yeah, or you do get some gasp though, and you get yes. a lot more laughter. Which yes, I love. they are very good about appreciating well, the jokes. And in WWE and in the US, WWE is fringe entertainment. Most wrestling fans don't admit they're wrestling fans amongst mixed company. In Japan, wrestling is as legitimate a form of entertainment as a drama or a comedy. Going to see a New Japan show is like going to see a play. Yeah. Or going to see a movie. And you see that almost more like watching the crowd, it seems to be much more like there's a father and his daughter. All right. There's so a family. The Pharrell Williams song, Happy. Yeah. They filmed a version of that video that was just for Japan, and all the people dancing were New Japan wrestlers. Oh, so they're they're the yeah. equivalent of like, I mean, it's not that they're not popular over here. You have seen it going on late night talk shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're more like they're more ingrained into popular culture and they're more accepted. Nobody looks down on wrestlers like maybe some people do here. Yeah. Oh, they definitely do here. Yeah. Which if that wasn't the case, we wouldn't have talk, taken so long to start a podcast because I would have known most of the people I knew watch wrestling. Yes. Hid it from me. Well, um, that's, that's that. Yeah. So getting back. So Kenny Omega has been. So we've had five years of the Bullet Club. Kenny's been the leader for a little over a year now. A year, year and a half. So ever he, ever since AJ, AJ left. left. So twenty sixteen. Yeah, which is he took over the moment AJ left. He. Yeah. Well, okay. So he betrayed AJ, but then he's a face now. Yes, essentially. Okay. Did they, the, yeah, did they, they ever like intentionally do that, or did people just love? Omega? It kind of morphed over time when Cody came in as the ultra heel, the slightly less heelish. Kenny Omega became more babyface. Yeah. And and this is, I love that about the story they're telling with the Bullet Club. Yes. Whereas the NWO, the entire NWO took what, three years start to finish? Uh, I mean, the the main, I would say the good part of the NWO was over a year. Yeah. Um, Whereas like we've, the Bullet Club has been going for five five years years, strong. And and we're just getting to the point where like it's, I mean, they seeping into American culture. Yeah. I mean, their shirts are in fucking hot topic. Exactly. And not only that, but they're, they're doing this now where it's, it, they could destroy it. They could rip it apart. But they're yeah. getting to a really interesting. If they do completely I break mean, them apart, you have a faction who is running a ten thousand seat event on their own, and they sold it out in half an hour. Yeah. For those who don't know, we're talking about all in, all in in which, Chicago. Yeah, uh, bastards. Yeah. Just, so it's still sad I couldn't get tickets to that. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I'll scalper. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Or someone send me in fucking tickets. Man. Well, did you Come hear? About, did you hear about the scalpers? No. I, okay. When the show sold out, this is off the subject of Arsene Dantaka, but it's it's relevant. Well, the Young Bucks, yeah, it's definitely yeah. relevant. You could only find 150 tickets on StubHub. Really? People They're... wanted to go to that show that much. The scalpers are being phased out because people want to go. That, like, oh, I bought actually... these tickets because I want to go, not, not to sell them. And that's actually what you – I think yes. that's because, like, I don't know if scalpers would know enough to be, like, this 10,000 venue. I scalpers know enough that if they sold a hot ticket, they would buy it. But enough fans bought the tickets. They're, like, scalpers and – so it's limited well, choice. All. And you can see, like, this match is a perfect example of why people would pay that money. Yes. Uh, Kenny Omega is obviously going to be in Chicago for All In. Yes. And he is a hell of a draw, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what age he is at now. I have only seen him wrestle for, like, the last year. Yeah. I, I've heard he's been amazing the entire time. Like, he, he kind of came and in kind of hot, didn't what he? would WWE had done with him if he had stayed in developmental? Yeah. he was in developmental, but he was one of the first ones to leave over the whole Bill DeMont 
debacle. Yeah. And I think it would be similar to what they're doing with AJ now, where they're not, it's not like he's getting squandered. He's the champ. But yeah. Like, what do you really got going on? Like, yeah. you know, an endless bout against Shinsuke that's going to run his course and nothing else going yeah, on. Yeah, I was excited Whereas, at first. Now the fourth match. Yeah, like, versus, you know, Kenny Omega, he's in a great match tonight against his own teammate. And yeah. they're making a hell of a story out of it. And then this is just furthering the story of his group falling apart. Yes. And him desperately trying to hang on to it. But getting back into the match, we see those pesky Japanese tables again early on. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was I was surprised we didn't see the table with the hole in it. I yes. really hoped that Hangman yeah. Page would use that one. The one that made This her. is for Cody. Yeah, exactly. My my lover. Or even Cody's down there. He could pick yeah. it up and look yeah. at it and be like, I but remember yeah, this. You see the you know the, the inverted Hangman's pile driver right on the top of oh, Kenny's on, head. Outside, too. On yeah. like So there there is padding on the outside yes. of the ring. Um, not much from the not much. It's a WWE equivalent. It's a tumbling mat. Yeah, but an inverted DDT and Omega takes his head just straight. And into there's it. a nice Kenny Omega shaped so, hole. I, do you? Like, I want that table. Yeah, I, I could put a potted plant there. I could put this. <laughs> and um, then the the just the Ric Flair level of blood coming out of Kenny's head after that. Yeah, the moment, and that's why me, me and you were talking. Like, is it is it a blade job? Did he? No, do I don't that? think it was. There's it was, no way. That was a hard way. That way, because he hits and immediately blood is streaming down yeah. that that nice golden and hair. I'm just so glad he was blonde now, because blonde hair and blood mix so oh, well. Oh yes, isn't it? It, it is. Which perfect. is why Ric Flair was blonde for so long, and Shawn Michaels. And... I'm a little a little upset that uh, Kota Ibushi can't come out and help his own teammate. Yeah. Like, Come on, man, Cody! You beat Cody, and Cody came out to help Cameron Page. But he's 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 in the back, like uh I'm hurt. That's but you won your match. Yeah. Oh no, you didn't. When you no, lost you your did, match, I would say, That's, I would what the fuck? Say, uh, no, he didn't, Frank. You lost your match. Still, come on. Yeah. He went through. Cody went through a table, and he's out here. But um, that's the that's the power of the vertebraker. Yeah. How? Uh, what do you, I? Uh, I love the one wing angel. That yes. might be. Um. A bit too setup heavy for me, like yeah, it's it's not a move that can come out of anywhere. Yes, you it's, have, it's you not the RKO. That. It's the it's the um the pedigree. It's a yeah. five second setup. But on the plus side, when it hits, you know it's over. Yeah, coming right towards us. Oh, left wide open the V trigger again, and now up on the shoulders. Not much he can do to prevent it this time. The one wing angel. He has done it. A brutal war. Omega's the winner. Great effort by a great young athlete, Eggman Page. He just happened to run into the god of pro wrestling himself, Kenny Omega. One-winged angel, and that's all. No one kicks out. And I love that Kenny has that confidence that he doesn't even cover the guy. His foot is kind of on him. Yeah. And then he's just and he's with his hand. And he's in the hand. One, one two. two. And then with the, he doesn't do three. He just whips his hand like, yeah. you know I won. <laughs> yeah. I'm Kenny fucking Omega. Yeah, great match. Great end to the night. Yeah. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I'm so glad we covered this as our first New Japan pay-per-view. First of many. We will yeah. cover oh, yeah. more we'll New be, Japan we'll shows. We'll be covering more, but this we picked a perfect night to start yes. it on. Yes, A little bit of everything. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know a lot about New Japan, but there, I don't think I was missing anything. I don't you, think, di- you, know, you didn't. There was no big stars that didn't make an appearance, really. As m- your complaint 
about previous WWE pay-per-views was they didn't tell the backstory enough. Yes. I think New Japan does that. They do. Even in the commentary or in the match. Yeah, especially I don't speak the language, and I yeah. felt like I was getting more of the story here than I was being yeah. understanding every word of the greatest Royal Rumble. Like, like, like with New Japan World, it's a crapshoot. Not everything is in English. Yeah. Some but of it is regardless, in, you get the You, you get, get the it. You, you get, get what's gist. going on. Absolutely. All right, so well, that's probably going to do it for Wrestling Dontaku Night 1, right? Yeah, I mean, Night 1, we will everything. be sure to check in. Yeah, I think that's about everything, yeah. I think so. Be sure to check in with Night 2, where we cover uh, pretty much everyone here yeah, going double duty. Different various matches. Yeah, the next night, though, so not a lot of time to rest up from the yeah. bumps and bruises. Um, so be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, our, our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, hit us up there. Send any questions, emails, comments you guys have if you disagree. If yeah. you can't stand the way I pronounce these names, please <laughs> let me know. Or if you have an idea for one of our topic episodes, yeah, hit us up. Shoot us in, you know. like, yeah, shoot us in some topics. We would love to hear from what people would like to hear us cover. Yeah. Um, so until next time, guys, I think uh, that's it. Yeah. And you've just been body slammed. <laughs>